G'day and welcome to the Unbox Your Gift podcast. I'm Rita Joyen. Here's a reoccurring question. Can't seem to find my passion in anything. If you've ever been in that situation where you can't find your passion, maybe it's because you've just graduated from high school. Maybe it's you've been in corporate for some time. Maybe it's because you've been a stay-at-home mom for many years and now you're trying to re-enter the workforce and you feel like you've got nothing to give or you feel like you've gone stale or maybe you just haven't found that thing that lights you up, sparks you up. Whatever it is, I know for me, when I felt stuck or when I felt like, well, I can't seem to find my passion, it was when I had just finished school and I had, I, I enrolled in university and I think at that time when I was having these thoughts, I had deferred because I didn't want to study university. There was nothing that interested me. I didn't know what job to go and apply for. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I felt like I was working at the time, but I knew that I had to make a move and do something to warrant a future career. And I couldn't understand, I couldn't grasp everyone around me was working towards a career. Whereas for me, having finished high school and just deferred university, I couldn't work it out. And I realized looking back that if I just recognized a few things about myself, I would have been able to get out of that rut a lot sooner, which is why I'm sharing it with you because can't seem to find my passion and think is a reoccurring question. And whether you experience it in corporate, during university, after university, you know, while you're transitioning from a job, coming from a stay-at-home mum or a dad back into the workforce, that feeling can trigger at any time. And it's important because I know how crappy it feels. I know how low in energy it makes you feel, how devalued it makes you feel because you just think like, what can I offer the world? Like, what can I possibly do that makes me happy, makes the world happy, is a contribution that I can... You know, like, there's so many questions like, can I absolutely do anything? So... Here's what I would suggest. The first thing is that you want to ask yourself, are you stuck? Like, I just don't know what to do. Like, I'm literally stuck. That's where I was. I was just stuck. Like, I don't know what to do. There are so many options and I just don't want to make the wrong decision and I don't want to regret my time. I don't want to regret energy. I don't, what do I do? So I was stuck. You might be scared because you failed before. There might be another reason. Maybe you've done different things along the way and that you're just now scared of failing again if it doesn't work. And obviously fail doesn't mean like you crashed and burned. It means that it didn't work out the way you wanted it to, the way you anticipated, and now you're scared to move forward. Another reason why you might be scared is because maybe you were top of your class at school, at university, in your chosen profession. You might have been experiencing a real high you know, a high, like a journey. And now that you want to maybe you feel stale, that you want to move, you probably don't want to, even though you know you have to, because you just don't want to seem like you don't have it together or you don't want to under taste what failure feels like. And failure, once again, I don't mean failure is in crash and burn. Failure is in you didn't get the anticipated results. You know, that's my definition. And that's, it's a learning experience, not the anticipated outcome experience. Okay. So that's the point. So you might be fa fearing failure. So failure because you failed in the past or fa fearing failure because you've never failed. And what if you try something that doesn't work out? So both of them are real and both of those fears exist, right? At opposite ends of the spectrum. The third thing is that maybe that you're feeling just quite sad. And let me explain that. Sad as in just feeling downhearted, despondent, disillusioned. And that's a true thing. And you need, to, you need to recognize which one of these things you're feeling right now. 
Maybe there's been a change in lifestyle. Maybe that you've had a change in your life. Maybe you've had to move cities, move countries. You've had to, you've had an addition in your, in your family. You've had a, you, just, you know, you've had a baby for, you know, things happen. And that change creates a shift in perspective. And it doesn't mean having a baby makes you sad. My point is that it's, there are times when you're despondent about certain things and a change of lifestyle because some women do suffer with, postnatal depression there are those things that take place and you need to recognize for yourself well what is it that may, is making you feel like you have no interest in anything because you do have an interest it's probably just buried it's probably just kind of you know you need to excavate that and i'm going to give you the tools today on this episode on how to excavate that but i really want you to look at yourself if ever you've been in a rut i know when we, we're going from a passion to a profession when you're starting something and you're like, I don't know if this is going to work out. A lot of the times you have to sell yourself to yourself that, you know, in other words, if you, if I was going to sell you a pen, if I'm going to sell you a pen, I would tell you about all the benefits of this pen. You know, this pen is a blue biro. It's so easy to hold. It's got a beautiful blue covering. It's silver on the end. It writes as if though it's like, it's in, on, in the air. It just flows. You know, your handwriting just makes it, your handwriting looks amazing when you write with this. There's no ink that goes through the page. You know, I'm just selling it to you. I'm just giving you all the features and why you should buy it. And it's the same thing for ourselves. We have to sell ourselves to ourselves. I believe when you're doing something that is so different from the conformity of what society is. So if you are going to go and become a YouTuber, a blogger, a fashion designer, um, a retail, having an online retail shop, all these things are different if you've never done it or if it's, it's a world where your group of friends, your family have never experienced that, never tasted that. And so you're kind of coming out from the normal go to school, go to university, get a good job and stick it out for a good job and keep looking for a good job, maybe change jobs, but keep in corporate, keep in government. If you're coming out of that and doing something that you love based on your own terms, selling yourself to yourself is a prerequisite of keeping in it. And I find that more and more and more every single time. And the way, only way you can sell yourself to yourself is if you have enough galvanizing interest in that passion that you want to do. So here's the thing. If you're stuck, here's the remedy for if you're stuck. The first thing is that you need to be able to look at, well, you know the best thing to do? Let me just get straight to the point. The best thing for you to do, if you're feeling stuck, go and, go, go and meet people that are different from you. Like, just listen to this. Like, just give it a moment of, and try it for God's sake. Go and just experiment this. Go to an organization, an association, somewhere where you would normally affiliate and go and mingle, go and network, not for any reason, not to garner any business or anything like that but just for the sake of broadening your perspective. Because part of the reason why we get stuck or we don't have interest is because we're too much inside our own head. Oh, I'm not good enough. I can't do anything. Oh my God, everyone's doing so much better than me. Oh my God, I don't know what to do with myself. And I, yeah, right? Like you just keep going on and on and on and on. And that voice is on replay mode. And so anytime you have two seconds to yourself, that audio is going to start playing in your mind. So, 
in order to dislocate that audio dislocate, in order to like erase the audio there, you need to go and have different conversations. And the best thing that I can suggest for you is to go and meet with people that you wouldn't ordinarily meet. Go and have a conversation about something that you wouldn't. And the best place to do that is like go to meetup.com. Go to meetup.com and go to a meeting that you wouldn't normally ordinarily go to. Like go to a Shakespeare reading, go to, um, you know, adventure walks, whatever there is, whatever that kind of, you know, kind of kindles your interest, go and do that because that's going to take you out of your own head. And it has nothing to do with your passion, but has everything to do with your mental health because your mental health is really where it all starts, where passion is given birth to. Like there's an idea, there's a thought, there is um, a, a awakening, there's, a, there's an understanding, there's, there's a thought that takes place in your mind, but that thought is, can only be given birth to if you're in a place where you're going to allow that birth to happen. And that happens when you're not so much in your head telling yourself what a bad and horrible and crazy and nothing's good enough place is by going and changing the conversation. The best way to do that is to go to an organization, to an association, to a meetup, anywhere, go to a public speaking forum, go to a, go, just go fencing, go to a lecture, go to anything that's outside the norm. So the conversation can change in your head because of those subtle differences can really shift your perspective. Okay. So that's the first thing. And not just do it once, like don't just go do that once. Go repeatedly or find, if you don't like that association, the group, the fencing group that you went to, to learn how to fence, then go to somewhere else. But keep going so that that recording doesn't happen because what's going to happen as you go to different places and you have different conversations about things that you ordinarily wouldn't have a conversation about, your brain is going to rewire itself. And that rewiring requires a change of audio, does it not? Right? Yeah, you see where I'm going with this? So in that rewind, rather than pushing you so that I can't stop, I, look, I should stop thinking about this, I should stop thinking about this, you know it's bad. Why do smokers not stop smoking? They know it's bad, but they can't because there is a program already inside their neurons in their brain that every time they want a cigarette, their brain automatically goes to that, that smell or the taste of tobacco or whatever it might be for them. And it's the same when you're tormenting your own self with, I'm not good enough, I don't know what to do, I feel stuck. And it's true. That's the problem with this silly thought. It's true for you. It's so true. But it doesn't allow you to break through. And so whatever that breakdown is that you may be going, your breakthrough is on the other side of it. And so the way to assist yourself is to actually go to a place, an organization, a meetup, an association you would not ordinarily go to, but you are going to derive benefits because of the conversation. You have to get yourself out of your own environment is what I'm saying. Okay, let's move on. Second thing is if you're scared to fail, either you're scared to fail because you failed before or you're scared to fail because you've never failed ever. You know, you've been a golden child. You've been a golden girl, a golden boy, a golden man. You know, you've just, you've just been like, you know, on top of things all the time. Oh, you've nothing has ever worked out. Or oh, something's have and something's happening. You're just like, I don't know if I want to go through that turmoil of roller coaster emotion again. Here's what to do. If that is the case, then you need a full dose, like a big dollop, like a big spoon of of personal development. Now just hear me out. Hear me out. What I mean personal development, there are certain books that are going to take you out of your own head 
and place you in your heart when it comes to failure. There is a book I'm going to recommend to you. You want to write it down right now and you want to write, read it and reread it. I reread it all the time. It's called The Big Leap, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. <clears throat> I picked this book up just by chance. And I've got to say, it was, it was a gift that I, I don't think it was by chance, I don't believe in chances, but I, it was a gift to be able to, uh, picked it up and thought, you know, I, I want to read this book. And once I opened it, I could not put it down. It, if you are scared of failing, this is not about a being positive, you know, incantations, nothing wrong with positive thinking incantations, I do it myself. It, this goes deep into why, why you think the way you do and what you need to do to take the worry out of what you're doing. Because really failure is about anticipation. It's about anxiety. It's about worry, right? So that's what failure is because you're, you're projecting into the future and you're thinking, what if it doesn't go correctly or to plan or to, my, to what my desired outcome is? And so what failure really is in the present tense is just worrying. It's just anxiousness. And so what this book will do, and I cannot recommend it highly enough, what this book will do is that it will guide you to just get... Just get, and without any sounding cliche, it just gets real with yourself. You will learn to, when every time your thought goes into failure mode or anxious mode or worry mode, this book will teach you how to just take yourself back. It's an, I can't talk highly enough about it. People, seriously, go get the big leap. It is magnificent. It really is. Um, and it's, and specifically, if you're in corporate, if you're in business, if you're turning a passion into profession, if you're in the process of that, wherever you are, if you're a student in that time frame, you want to read this book because it's going to just set the record straight about where to put your worry. Because all worry is justified. All worry is justified. Because yes, you may miss your plane. Yes, you may fail. Yes, you may not get the required clients. Yes, you may not get the job. Yeah, that is all true. But how do you put that into perspective so you can move forward and not get par paralyzed by it? Minus the positive thinking, minus the incantations. How do you just, how does it happen so that you can do it on autopilot? This book will show you how to do that. The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. Lastly, if you're having a change in your life, like there's a life change, that's why you feel like you can't find passion in anything. There's no interest in anything because you've had a big life change. You've moved, you've had a baby or you are married now or you aren't married. You know, whatever change has happened. One of the biggest things is that now you've moved into the next evolution of who you are. Evolution in, the, in, the, in terms of your growth, your mindset growth. And so because that's a change, I know when I first moved from Sydney, Australia to Canberra, Australia, it's a huge difference. I moved here about seven years ago. Sydney is a huge, big, fat, moving city. It's a great city. Uh, I personally enjoy it. But it's a, it's a different city. It's, it's a big city. Canberra is not. Canberra is not a big city. But, and especially seven years ago when I moved here, it is a tiny, and look, people refer to it as a country town with city-like facilities. It's a country town with city facilities. And the population, I, I believe, like don't quote me, it's about 400-something thousand. I could be wrong, but I probably am. But it's not even a million, okay? So my point is, my point is when I moved here, it was a huge change for me. And I felt that's being 
Like I can't find my passion. I can't find my groove. I can't find what, like I can't find momentum. And the reasons for me was, it was a huge change. I got married. So that's one huge change. I changed my location. I left everything back in Sydney. I had left my work, my, what I had done. So I had started for fresh in Canberra and Canberra, if you don't know, is the capital of Australia and the capital of every country, the city of every country usually is dominated by government jobs. And seven years ago, I couldn't get, like, I was just trying to translate my work, working in Sydney, in Canberra, but majority of jobs in Canberra, this is before I started doing my own thing, was government jobs. And you, I couldn't get a government job because I couldn't get clearance to work in government. And the only way you can get a clearance to work in government is if you work in government. So, you know what I mean? Like, and I was just feeling like I can't get, I, I was just, I was feeling very lost. I was away from my family, my friends, everything that I was familiar to me. My husband was working seven days a week. I would, can you see, that was a huge change for me. And so what I want to give you in terms of that is how do you overcome that? How do you find your passion, even though there's a big life change? And that is to really, that's the moment in time where I believe God is trying to get you to rediscover yourself because there is a change happening. There's an evolution happening and you need to meet that change. And it was during those times, mm -hmm, it was during those times that I started getting very serious about putting together the passion process. And I had already done it. In Sydney, in the evenings, I, was, I would be working on it. But now that I'd come to Canberra and all this change was happening around me, I started to put it in place and started to do podcasting, started to do interviews, started to get a, get a feel for the things that I wanted to do because now I was going to my next step. My ne I didn't know at the time. Like I was just like, I'm just trying to, I just want to keep fresh. I just want to do something that interests me. But that's exactly what was happening. So long story short, I finally did six months in, I, I did get a job. And then I realized once I got a job that I was more interested in what I was doing, like what I'm doing now, doing my whole media and training that eventually I just stopped corporate and government and then did my own thing. And that's important because had I not have had the taste, maybe I would have kept going with government. You know, do you know what I mean? Or with corporate, but that is also telling. So it's about self-discovery. So if you just, uh, if you've had a life change, it's time for you. It's, it's just a sign that you are now, you've changed directions or something's changing and therefore you need to change with it. There's another, in, in terms of another layer of self-discovery about yourself. That's what I'm trying to get. There's a layer of self-discovery that either you're going to find the confidence and the ambition to make it happen or life circumstances, like for me, made it such that I would need to actually act on it, which is what I'm doing now. Does that make sense? So if you can't find your passion in anything, guys, take that into consideration. Either you're stuck, you're scared of failing or scared of failing because you've always failed or you've never failed at all. And that's important to make that distinction, guys, because if you've never failed, and I, I and if people, if you're listening to this thinking, well, who doesn't fail? There are students who go to school, then go to high school, then go to university and they're straight A students. And then they get a really good job because they were good straight A students and they have no idea what it means to get a low mark. They have no idea what it means to struggle at school. And the thought of coming away from that path that they don't enjoy and try something new, the thought of, because students have told me this, that's why I'm sharing it, scares them. Because for so long, they were thought of this pin-up student, this pin-up um, intern who was just perfect 
in their grades and in their conduct and in their choices and their decision-making. And suddenly if they make a decision that doesn't work out, that's really big. So it can happen on either spectrum. So I just wanted to clarify that. Um, so the big leap for that, and then obviously discovering it's the next evolution and you need to get very fine-tuned to give yourself space to get to know yourself at a different level now. You need to make time, even if it's five minutes a day, even if it's five minutes a day, to just focus for five minutes on what my next layer is. Like, what, what, is, what is this feeling trying to tell me? Like, what am I trying to, what do I need to learn from this feeling that I'm feeling down, that I'm feeling despondent? What is this feeling teaching me? What am I have to learn? Why am I feeling this way? What caused it? You know, asking, though, that's how you're going to build self-awareness about yourself. And the more you can do that, the more you'll be able to find your passion, find your path again, and get back into your groove, okay? Or find your new groove or find out new groove, whichever, whatever, whatever you're listening to, whatever groove you're listening to. I don't know. I don't know. So we just go with that. Okay, guys. So I wanted to share with that. I made a bit of a comedy act at the end of it. But this is a very serious topic. And it's serious because people's and you know people's self-worth depend on it people's you know just being in confidence and because when you have confidence when you have self-worth then even if you don't have a child how you communicate with the shop assistant how you communicate with someone in an email it all makes a difference it all it has a ripple effect onto someone else so that's what I wanted to answer to you guys. If you can't find your passion, there are three reasons predominantly, and those are the three reasons and how to remedy each one of that. If you found this helpful, please let me know. I'd love to be able to give you more content and interviews based on this topic. And if you want a certain topic that you'd like us to cover and you'd like me to cover, please let me know by commenting, sending me an email at reader at unboxyourgift.com. That's reader at unboxyourgift.com. Um, and we can certainly highlight that, but also subscribe to make sure that you don't miss out on any of the podcasts that we're having. We've got a, a, a brilliant line of guests lined up for you for 2019. Um, and I won't reveal who just yet, but they will be coming up soon. A lot of people that I'm very excited to interview and very excited to bring to you so that you can also learn how they found their passion and unboxed it. Thank you so much guys. And I will catch you on the very next episode.